Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters in Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and we continue to be in Leader Out of Their Own Affiliation Month. And with me this week is Zetrox. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Fantastic. For those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Uh, yeah, my name is Jason. I go by Zetrox most places. Um, the only place you may have heard of me, uh, if you're local to Southern Ontario and Canada, I make make a lot of the scenes around there. Uh, but otherwise, I'm on YouTube as Zetrox Wargaming. But yeah, uh, otherwise, I'm in, I'm in all the discords and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been playing the game for about nine months. I uh, really enjoy the game. I used to be a War Machine player before, so there's a lot of familiar things there. Yeah, very, very fair. Uh, I, I'm in the magical camp of people who came into wargaming through Marvel Crisis Protocol. Nice. Yeah, no, I there's 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 a good mix. Um, I, I see a lot of kind of veterans specifically of War Machine and then a lot of new players uh, to, to specifically this game. Well, I've I've also heard of like a lot of. Uh... Oh, God, now I'm forgetting the name of the game. Uh, Guild Ball. A lot. I've heard of a lot of old Guild Ball players. I've heard of some Legion players coming over. It's just a smorgasbord of everybody. Oh, yeah, we have we have tons of uh, t- tons of variety of people coming into this. I guess probably partially because of the, the massive IP pulling everyone in, you know? Yeah. Um. So now I must ask, speaking of the IP. What character, not in Marvel Crisis Protocol, do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Well, I've been pretty fortunate because a lot of my favorites have already made it into the game. But one of the ones I'm really, really excited for, if we ever see him, is uh, U.S. Agent from... uh, A lot of people would know him from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier show. Uh, I'm a huge fan of everyone with a shield. I I love ricochet attacks, and my dream is to be able to build a list of 10 characters with ricochet shields. Mm -hmm. So he's one that I want there. four right now, right? Uh, sounds about right. I had a list of characters that had shields, and I think it was six, but not all of them have a ricochet, so four, yeah. four or five sounds about right Because you have Corbach Steve Rogers, Captain Sam, Taskmaster, and, uh, Red Guardian. That sounds right to me, yeah. Um, and then also having a shield, but not, but it's, it's a triangle, so it doesn't quite bounce, is, uh, Boomer Cap. Exactly, yeah, and I'm just double-checking, yeah, my list is only five, and it's those exact five. Mm-hmm. Though I do love me my Boomer Cap. He's great. I wish I wish he had a shield throw, but otherwise he's great. Yeah, he he's a lot p- better than people give him credit for. <laughs> I still have yet to put him on the table myself. I I really want him. I just haven't taken the plunge into shield yet. So so actually, the place I recommend him pl- playing him uh, is in Nudok. Oh, interesting. Because you turn his flurry into just a wild trigger. Yeah. Um, he and Nudok's defensive tech scales on dice, uh, amount of dice rather than quality of dice. Yeah. Um, no, I like that a lot. And so you have Ray Shield, and he is super mobile whenever you don't have uh, an objective on him. So he can do some really dirty stuff. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. That's actually, that's a really interesting place for him. Yeah. Now, I've been playing a lot of Nudok recently. I've been seeing a fair bit of him. He he seems really interesting. I've only played against him a couple times, and I haven't picked my own up yet, but he yeah. seems really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, U.S. Agent is an interesting character for sure. Um, I I am on record as not being a fan of that Falcon in the Winter Soldier show, 
But it had nothing to do with US Agent. I think they actually did him fairly solidly in the show. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I I really like the character. I think he's I think he's an interesting one. And yeah. like I said, I'm just a sucker for shields. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it was more the pacing that was utterly abysmal rather than any character in there. <laughs> fair enough. No, I've definitely heard a heard a fair share of complaints on that. Yeah. Um so yeah, but no, US Agent US Agent isn't a pull I've heard yet, so I'm always excited about that. Um, oh, I'm happy to be unique. <laughs> but he's not quite a shield guy, because he's like he's the other government agencies other than shield trying to make their own superhero because they get jealous of shield yeah no i think if he was actually to get an affiliation it probably wouldn't be like it it would probably be something like cabal maybe avengers in the right line like i i don't think he would be a member of shield he just would have a shield yeah no which that is that is all the in, that that is the very interesting thing about US agent is that he's not really he's working for the government but not the supposedly altruist part of our government known as shield. Yes. But the actual government that's generally a lot more scummy. <laughs> I could almost see him being like a rogue agent model. Yeah, I could definitely I think, see a rogue agent. Um, I think that would work for him. So yeah. But now, who did you bring for us to talk about today? Yeah, so I'm talking about one of my uh, one of my longtime favorite models in this game, Blade. Yes. Um, uh, so I've I've played Blade and Midnight Suns a lot for a long time. It was the first affiliation I really started with. So I've played my fair share of Blade, and uh, you know, Midnight Suns his his leadership is is fantastic. So I wanted to talk about Blade and, and just see if we could find homes for him other than there because you don't really see him outside of his home yes so we have done blade once before uh and that was uh all the way back in episode 81 where we put him in uh asgard so we will not be doing that and of course we will not be doing him avengers defenders or midnight suns that makes sense so what place jumps out to you as a place you want to talk about him so I had I had a couple of places where where I thought he he might be a good fit. Uh, the first one being Hydra and just kind of a let me to throw a bunch of conditions at you team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second one uh, being Guardians. And the only logic behind that one was really we've seen how good uh, Logan Wolverine can be with five dice pierce and a reroll. Uh, so giving him five dice pierce and a reroll on, on a mystic attack seems like it has the potential to be really, really good. So do you know where he also gets five dice with a reroll on a mystic attack? Where else would that be? I'm thinking of the affiliation leaderships now. Convocation. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Now I need to now I need to check their their leadership and make sure I I understand it fully. So it, the leadership has two sides, which mm-hmm. I also just got my promo copy of this. So it's nice. Different. Yeah. So on the one side, it's whenever you take uh, damage, you can place within one, so you get a defensive bump instead of an aggressive bump. Yes, that's the side I'm very familiar with because that's that's what my. Uh... Uh, my friend that I play against a lot, uh, he plays Convo, and he usually keeps mostly there. 
So on the other side, when an ally character makes a mystic attack against a character without an activated token, it may reroll one of its defense dice. And when an ally character without an activated token makes a defense roll, it may reroll a defense dice. Interesting. Yeah, no, that's that's really solid. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's actually that's quite interesting. And then of course, um, being able to use their card that gives them the um, turning things mystic. Well, I guess that doesn't actually do much for him because he has the same defensive tech and he's four on both of them. So, yes. um, but yeah. Um, so that that is a possibility. Um, then uh, also just criminal syndicate with Shadowlands Daredevil. If you want a reroll, very consistent rerolls in that. Oh, that is true. Shadowlands Daredevil is definitely a, a decent pick for him to be under. Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree with the Hydra angle, especially since he has that half-blood physiology, so he can be paired up with Strucker. Yeah. And you can do the Strucker AoE to poison, and then he can get rid of that poison before upkeep uh, without yep. needing to lose an action. Yeah, no, it's uh, he's he's got a lot of interesting play in in something like that, and the specifically the Strucker. I believe the the idea I had for him was Strucker led too. So, mm-hmm. um, other things. Um, I always side eye um, Green Goblin leadership for characters with Pierce because generally they are built with their power economy around the fact that they have Pierce. And so when they miss that wild trigger, you have basically a secondary chance at Pierce. Yeah, no, that's interesting. And then even when you get it, that's almost piercing twice, right? Yeah, if you want to. But uh, Oscorp weaponry is only once per turn, so you, you save, if you get it, the Pierce on your first attack, you save it for a second attack just in case. Yeah, because then you can drop it on your on your spender or something else if you need it. Yep. Yeah, so, no, that's definitely interesting. I, I always, like, glance at that with Pierce characters. Um, just because yeah, of I like, like that. the way it works out. Um, yeah, having a little bit of redundancy on it is good. Yeah. Um, everyone's good in X-Men, let's be honest. <laughs> this is true. Uh, it doesn't necessarily always make a good X-Men roster, but everyone's good in X-Men. Yeah, I mean, he's basically got... Uh, a different version of Bump in the Night there, right? Under yeah. under Storm. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I don't think he's quite a Web Warriors character. I think he enjoys the leadership, but he's not doing quite what they want to do. Yeah, I did consider him in Web Warriors as someone who could kind of cover a mystic base that they don't really have in affiliation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I agree. He's not trying to do the same thing as them. And I feel like a lot of the times he's taking up threat that they would prefer to give to someone else. But I also think we may have just, at this point, hit the point where we can do a beat stick uh, <laughs> Web, Warriors Web Warriors between it like, would be interesting. Agent Venom and... Uh, you have Agent Venom now, you have um, uh, Spider-Woman, you have Venom. We have a lot of beat sticks now. Yeah, no, they're definitely they're definitely getting their fair share of characters who can be quite uh, quite capable of punching. Mm-hmm. Um, which is yeah, it's it's interesting to see that they're kind of the they were known as kind of the 
you know, hit and run. We're going to grab objectives and dance around the map. But they can they can punch now if they really want to. Yeah, no, they really can. Um, those were the ones that like immediately jumped out to me. Other than like you may just want to play the bleed synergy team. Yes, I did actually consider uh, something like Weapon X just because like everyone in Weapon X has access to bleed. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that sort of reason, uh, the only reason why I'm kind of leaning away from that is I find Psylocke kind of fits their playstyle better and would step on Blade's toes a little bit. Yeah, but, but, but this show isn't about like, hey, there <laughs> are better options. This is, this is about having fun and playing your favorite character. Oh, for sure, for sure, mm-hmm. and I think that's also a place where where he'd have potential just because of how many bleeds you can kind of hand out in a round and and just kind of throw him into the middle of a group of people who are already bleeding for him. Yeah. Um. It's. I think he has interesting synergy with the flip side of Thanos' leadership as a character okay. that self heals, but that is not worth the investment of playing Black Order because generally you never want Thanos to get flipped into that leadership. Yeah, it would be kind of an interesting, like, well, plan plan A is falling south, now this is a plan B, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do think if there is ever a leadership that does cost health that you can access turn one, I think Blade is a very interesting model in that team. Yeah, I, I'd almost say Emma Frost. Yeah. Um, for for a similar similar line there of, you can you can zap him and then have him heal himself back up on the bleed, but yeah. So yeah, there are a lot of options. Which one jumps out to you as the one you want to run down the rabbit hole of? Well, I really really like the convocation idea. And I've kind of like already built out an idea for what I would want to do with the condition team. So I think going into something like Convocation could be a really cool home for home for Blade that I haven't put much thought into already. So I'd, I'd be able to kind of add another Blade list to my rosters. Um, so I think I think that would be a cool one to to okay. jump down. I, I like the idea of trying to utilize that side of the Convocation leadership and even the other side for the early turns to get them mm-hmm. forward. So, Convocation is weird, because we don't instantly put in Alita. Who is the first no. Convocation character you put in? Uh, I mean, I hear a lot of people say Strange 2. Yeah. Um, with You know, he's got some fantastic mobility things going on, and uh, just uh, control elements. He's just great. Another Mystic Pierce. Yep. <laughs> I'm seeing a theme here. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to bring up Magic. Okay, I'm immediately interested because I I love the model for magic and I wish I saw her on the table more often. But I think we're bringing Blade and we want to be playing Blade every game and he's kind of a brawly character and so magic is definitely on the brawly end of the convocation line and she has... Spender gives out bleed automatically. She has another Mystic Pierce. (laughs) She has almost his exact uh, uh, builder except the bleed on blades. Yep. And she has self-teleport. Yeah. Think no, I think that's I think that's a great great model for that list. Mm-hmm. And in the same realm, 
I think our other three pointer might be more dough. Uh yeah, I I can definitely agree with that. Um yeah, no, that just seems that just seems really, really good. Um also being able to to give him some extra dice on his attacks. Yep, so he um, cannot plague spread bleed. Right. Um, because it's only hex, incinerate, poison, and slow that he can spread. But giving doing ferocity of Sidorak onto a blade that's going to heal off of the attack he just made anyway seems pretty yeah. solid yeah no i think that's great yeah um i i think that's a that's a great synergy for him mm-hmm. no i this is this is looking like a really really aggressive convocation list and i love it what talking about aggressive convocation characters there's only one that comes to mind for me uh is it gonna be ancient one it's going to be ancient one yes i 100 percent. i i agree um, Ancient One is honestly one of the scariest underused characters. Oh, she's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, it's, it's crazy good. I, I love Ancient One. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, there are, there are two questions we have left in affiliated pieces. And, and then I'm going to start pitching some wild fucking stuff. So just be prepared. Sure. Uh, are we a voodoo team? That's an interesting one, because um, Voodoo is just kind of a generically good piece. Like I, yeah. I kind of Voodoo fills that tenth slot in a lot of lists for me, just because he's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's nothing wrong with including him, but I don't think he's necessarily an auto include because if we are going for that hyper aggressive, we're gonna get up in your face and do all the melee mysticals. Uh, he doesn't really do much to to support that. Like he has a great range two mystic attack, but it's not really what he wants to be doing most of the time yeah do we need wong so on one hand i love wong because being able to power up anyone can just be very useful and getting blade to use a spender more often especially if we have characters like magic who can hand out the bleed for him Mm -hmm. i i'm all for that um on the other hand I don't know if he's necessary uh, in a list like this. He's not, as far as I know, enabling too much in terms of like turn one shenanigans or anything mm-hmm. like that. So I think he's another one that can kind of be a like he, he's a solid maybe. I don't know if he's necessary. Cool. So we'll leave those on the maybe board and I will give my first weird pitch. All right. Uh, and I know she's not the most loved character in the game, but Hella. Ooh, okay. Let me let me take a peek here. Just see what see what we're working with. So, We've got a wild bleed. Uh, range four mystic attack. Whenever she spends souls, she automatically gives out bleed. Oh shoot! Yeah. Um, she is an eyes on the prize character. Yep. And uh, her spender. If the opponent has bleed, which we're trying to do, uh. Mm-hmm. The opponent does not count wild results as success when defending. I love it. No, that's 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 great. I didn't even think about it, but yeah, no, that that is doing everything Blade is trying to do. Um, so having having two characters that just want to hand out bleed and then target down characters that have it, and it's I, an, I, I'm sold. And it's another mystic attack. 
In the and hand. it is another mystic attack. And it's it's a range four six dice mystic attack at that. Like that that's good. We're suddenly giving a reroll to, and she's a four 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 that we're giving a reroll to. Yep. No, I I I'm sold. That's fantastic. She she is an underloved model. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if she's and... actually good, but she's fun and fits the theme. She's definitely fun, definitely fits the theme, and honestly, I'm I'm down for any excuse to put her on the table, so mm-hmm. um who jumps out to you uh in the so, unaffili- uh, unaffiliated realm? Yeah, so on one hand, I I'd love to look at some more characters who can hand out that bleed condition, especially characters who can do it at range. Mm-hmm. Um on the other hand, one thing that I know Blade kind of struggles with, and especially if he's going to lose Bump in the Night, uh, he's going to need some support with, is something like a Lockjaw. Uh, getting getting himself up the up the board uh, faster so he can get in range for that range too with a Pierce. Um, because he doesn't have, outside of Bump in the Night, he doesn't have his own tech to do that. So, may I provide a more aggressive counter-argument? Of course. Uh, the Howling Commandos! Uh, yeah, let me, let me take a, like, I know they have the teleport thing, I'm just looking at their other things. So, yeah? Big range attacks, they got, got your back, which were playing an aggressive team, so they, there's going to be damage, and just the turn one walk up, get a shot on a midline person, get the automatic power, uh, siblings and arms blade up? Yep. Yeah, no, I like that a lot, and, uh, you know, depending on the scenario... Um, it provides a good character who doesn't mind kind of sitting on a back point a little bit because they've got the range. Mm-hmm. And also, it is a character that does something other than Mystic, which sometimes you need when you're facing Magneto. Definitely. No, I 100% agree. Um, having too much Mystic is still a bad thing. Yes. So, so no, I think that's a, that's a good, that's a good um, slot in the list there. Mm-hmm. Who else jumps out? There's just there are so many characters in this game at this point. Oh yeah, well I mean if we want to be up close and personal and we want to hand out bleed, uh, who's better at that than Zemo? Zemo is a good call. He's also giving rerolls that Blade will be able to benefit from, both offensive and defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something like an E map putting them up the middle together—that's going to be something your opponent has to deal with because they are just going to murder things otherwise. And he randomly gets the benefit out of books. Yes, he does. That is very true. Uh, I mean, he can't use Master Swordsman on it, but yeah. otherwise, like, yeah, going up the extra die is is nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm liking Zemo. Um, I do also want to pull up this one other bleed. So there are two other bleed synergy characters, and I don't think we play both of them, but I think we may play one of them. Okay. Uh, and first up is Scourge the Executioner. I love Scourge, so I'm I'm very interested in that. He's definitely handing out the bleeds. He's definitely up close and personal. He fits the criteria here. And he gets extra rerolls on his spender when they have bleed. Yep. Uh, yep. He doesn't... Uh, he also gets so much distance in early game from the Convocation leadership, because you get bump and then aggressive... Yeah, no, that is that is really good in the in the first couple turns of the game. 
being able to get up the board that quickly. So he is someone who can early turn go up there and go, look at me, I'm a target, and with an objective. And if they do bump him, he's suddenly way deep. Yep. And uh, Andy's got a taunt too, which is I'm I'm a huge sucker for anyone that can that can force hits onto themselves. Yep. So, yeah, no, I like him a lot. Um, and then, uh, I as I said, I think we would only take one of them. The other option would be Drax. Ooh, interesting. Okay, Drax. I'm a little less familiar with his cards. So let me take a quick. Yeah. Oh yeah, that just that builder. Yep. But also, wow. I think we would be doubling down on the movement issues, taking both him and... Uh, this is very true. This is very true. If, if we want uh, Guardians, 100% play Drax. Yeah. Um, no, that's... I, I've never actually taken a close look at Drax, but just looking at the, at the builder there, that does synergize really nicely. Um, yeah, I think you are right, though. We don't want both him and Scourge, and I think you're also correct about the, the doubling down on the, the movement problems, so... I think between the two, Scourge wins out. Yeah. Um, so final slot. Do we want to go with someone big for high threat values, or do we want a two threat? Right, because we never we never finalized whether we wanted one or not. Yeah. We do um, already have Epic Strange. Yes. So that is that is a point towards is that a point towards Wong or away from Wong? Does he work with both strangers or just one of them? Uh, he only works with one of them, but I'm thinking we already have a five threat, so we don't necessarily need a five out of affiliation. Oh, right. Okay, I get what you're saying. Which could push us towards the two threat, whether that's Wong or whether we go out of affiliation. But I would lean towards Wong just to allow us to play more of these uh, out of affiliation bleed synergy pieces. I agree. The only other one I think would give him a potential run there would be Bullseye, just for the ability to hand out more bleed. But I think at this point, like, over half of the roster is handing out bleed, so yeah. I think we're probably, between the two of them, better with Wong. Yeah. Very nice. So, that Sweet. is 10 characters. Yeah, I'm counting 10 as well on my end. So, now it's time to talk Crisis, which is a little yes. bit more complicated. Yeah, uh, definitely. Do you want to... Do you, do you have any that are jumping out at you, or...? There is one that's jumping out to me. Uh, All right, let's hear it. And that's cubes. Yeah. I I, I like cubes. Uh, I mean, I just like cubes in general as a scenario, but um, specifically with characters like Blade, and if we're planning to play Blade most of the time, if not all of the time with this list... Mm-hmm. Healing off of the cube damage is, is pretty good. Extra power, getting the spender online more often. Yep. Uh, that's all good things. Mm-hmm. And he he negate, helps negate the downside of cubes really well. And it's also a uh, side benefit. This is also a game mode that's going to get people dazed more often. Yep. Uh, which means you get more souls on Hella, So you can apply that automatic bleed more often. I I like it. Yep. No, that sounds that sounds like a good one. Um, aggressive uh, aggressive convo. I I think I think struggle for the cube works really well. Mm -hmm. uh, I also think Montesi formula on convo. <laughs> that one just makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah, and it's also an emap, which I think with a very aggressive list like this, I mean, you'll have to be somewhat careful, but I think they will like emaps a fair bit. Yes. Uh, 
Um, and then I'm not sure about our third uh, extract. We may be a paranoia team, but we may not. Because we do have the ability to do strange scalpel just to get, break up their uh, kind of support networks for getting the extra point. But that is a lot... That that may not necessarily be enough, especially at the 16-point value. Yeah, I, like, as a scenario, I really, really like Paranoia. Um, I at first was thinking, like, ah, oh, you can take the damage and then heal it with Blade, but no, because you're usually only taking the damage in the early turns, and you're not, if you're grabbing an objective turn one with Blade, you're not punching anyone, so you're not handing out any Bleeds. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I'm not I'm not sure about it. I don't I don't hate it because like you say, you have a lot of control on on someone like Strange to kind of push away. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know if any of the others necessarily jump out at me as being better though, is the other thing. Okay, let me pull a weird one out there. Sure. H how do you feel about alien ship? Uh let's see. I very rarely play on alien ship, so yeah. Um, so that one's an interesting, because on one hand, uh, extra power is obviously, uh, or it's not extra power, it's just damage. Yeah. Yeah, it's if you're, if you have this much power. Yep, you deal I mean, damage, we have a lot of... but you deal damage in an AoE. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't mind that at all. That's kind of the same logic with the cubes, where yeah. we're just gonna deal a bunch of damage to everyone on the table. And hope hope we we can take down more of them than than ours. Yeah, yeah. I I like that. Uh, I also think we have a handful of characters who have good ways of kind of dumping their power. So if yep. they don't want to take the damage, they can do that. Yeah. Now, yeah. secure wise, uh, I actually have a spicy first pull as well. All right, I'll hear it. Deadly meteors. Deadly Meteors. Oh, you're making me look up all the ones that I don't see very often. Uh, it is the eye map, which is kind of like the slanted uh, C map. Yes. Uh, and it's the uh, energy pay to flip. And we have some solid energy defenses. We like it a lot better than Mutant Madman. Um, yep. We have a couple Asgardians in there. So we have... Yep. Uh, and people who generate more than one power turn one. And it also, once again, deals damage. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm liking that as well. And again, something like this is one where Blade can kind of negate it with his with his healing. Yep. This, yeah, I, I like Deadly Meteors. It's another one that's going to kind of bring everyone close together, and uh, this this list will appreciate that. I'm, I'm down with Deadly Meteors. And then, speaking of bringing people close together, let's talk intrusions. Yes. Okay. I intrusions is probably one of my favorite scenarios in the game. Mm -hmm. I, I'm immediately sold. It fixes a lot of the movement issues that a couple of the characters in the list have, namely Blade. Um, but it kind of deals with it for him. So yeah, no, I'm sold. I love it. Yep. And then I'm not sure about our final one. Do we go Demons Downtown or Gamma Wave? See, I was actually thinking. With some of the models we have in the list, uh, we have uh, a decent amount of pairings where we could have a character that likes to sit on a back point and a character that likes to go aggressive. Mm -hmm. So I was leaning towards something like possibly Infinity Formula. That's potential. 
another option, just because we have a fair number of characters here that gain power only ever in increments of one or rather small increments anyway, and then right. Blade can shake conditions for one. Are we a Mayor Fisk team? Ooh. That's also very interesting, and that's another one that's very good for kind of hyper-aggressive lists. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. And again, the, the taking the damage and, and stun, like you say, Blade can get rid of the stun, no problem, and the damage. Scourge does not give a fuck about stun. Howling Commandos yep. don't really care about stun either. Magic mines a little bit, but not super much. Same for Baron Mordell. Like, the only one you would really have to be careful with was, like, Ancient One of Strange Supreme. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And at that point, you have enough characters that can kind of be on the point. You don't mind having them focus on the extracts or something. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I think we're Mayor Fisk. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. And honestly, I, I don't see enough Mayor Fisk on the table, so I'd love to see it. Mm-hmm. Now, um... Blade does not have a character-specific cut, so we don't have to worry about that. Yep. But Convocation has so many cards. Yes, uh, that they do. I mean, obviously, Bar With, Bar With No Doors is, is going to be the first one. And I think it's immediately followed by Unbound Books of Shumagrath. I think that's also true. Watch. Give me an actual Shumagrath model someday, please. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... Um... That's that's definitely the first two. I I agree there. We are inches away from having the entire Marvel uh, side of Marvel vs. Capcom 3 in this game. <laughs> Is that the only one we're missing? Uh, No, I think we're missing one or two other. One second. Okay. Um, let me just pull up the character select. Uh, boop. Uh, we're missing Nova. Okay. We're missing Shumagrath. We are missing Super Scroll. Okay. And Interesting. that's it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm down for all of those. Yeah, because we have Ghost Rider, we have Hawkeye, we have Doctor Strange, Dormammu. Oh, we're also missing Doom. That's the one I was missing there. I knew there was Ow. one more. He's got to be coming eventually. Yeah. But we have Sentinels now, we have Magneto, we have Jean Grey, we have Taskmaster, we have X-23, Storm, Thor, Iron Man, Rocket Raccoon. We, we, we're four short. We are so close. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty close. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, back to cards, though. Uh, I think we also pulled Planes of Poldark. I was just about to say, yeah, like we, we were talking a few times here about giving Blade re-rolls, and that, that seems like a no-brainer to me. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that might be all of the affiliated cards. Are there any other affiliated cards that jump out to you? Uh, yeah, I I was looking at Orca Vagamoto, and then I realized it's Convo only, which, of course, doesn't work for Blade. Yep. Um, yeah, I think that's the only one that's really necessary here um i don't hate things like astral ring yeah um i don't hate that i think that's a that's a decent option um the other one i was looking at was um wand of watum just to kind of you know we're not a condition team but for a turn we can be yeah very much um 
So th those are those are ones that I would consider, but I don't know if they're if they're necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, there is one character specific card that I think is necessary, and we actually managed to make a team that has like no character specific cards between them. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a rare thing nowadays. But yes, but uh, I think we get Johnny through Limbo. I uh, yeah, that's that's definitely that, that that's just a fantastic card and. Yeah, I think it, it it's really, really good, and it, it has a place in any list that has magic, I think. Yeah, very much does. But, like, Ancient One doesn't have a character-specific card. I don't think Bear Mordeaux has one either. Yeah, um, just looking here. Neither the... of the Barons have one. Um, Hella doesn't yeah. have one. The Howling Commandos have their weird deployment one, but I don't think we want that, and I don't think we want over the top. Nope, I agree. Um, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Pentagram of Ferala. It's uh, also defenders only. And then uh, Scourge has his beam. Yes, Des and Troy. Um, I'm not impressed by it. Yeah, like I don't. I don't hate it if we really need a 10th slot, but I think either of the convo ones from earlier would, would beat it out. Mm -hmm. um, so, restricted list. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone in our list really wants to eat a throw. Nope, so Blaze for Impact. Brace, I think, is is almost an auto-include here. Um, We're playing aggressive, are we a follow-me team? As much as I love Follow Me, I think we have a lot of power-hungry characters on the team, and I don't know who's playing it. Very fair. Um, uh, as much as I would love an excuse to put Follow Me in here, um, I feel like we're almost better with... I don't think we need an Indom. I think we have enough uh, enough mitigation for control effects, but something like a patch-up, mm -hmm. just for, you know, Doctor Strange is on one health. Yeah. Now he's not. Mm-hmm. So now we get into unrestricted cards. Yeah, and this is a surprising amount of choice at this point in the list building. Yes. Um, well, I mean, this would kind of go hand in hand with the, um, oh, I forget what it's called, but one of the convocation ones that I was suggesting where we become a condition team for a turn. But I think it's uh, kick them while they're down is the, if, for each condition they have, you get to reroll a die. Yes. Uh, the best art in MCP because it's just Kingpin throwing stripper money at Daredevil. Yes. It's basically what it is. It's exactly what that is. <laughs> uh, that's actually great. I've never looked too close at that art before, but yep, that's exactly what it is. Um, I was thinking about it. I'm not 100% sure, especially if we're spending two tactic slots to get that effect, especially when we're getting consistent one reroll anyway. And we have Planes of Poldock. Yeah, I I don't think it's necessarily a an auto-include by any means. We do have a handful of other characters who are handing out conditions, but it's not it's not enough to say it's it's a condition team, right? Yeah. It's it, it's more of a bleed team than it is a generic condition team. So just looking through, we have a couple of people handing out poison and hacks, but so, nothing too crazy. I wanna bring up a core box classic. All right. That I that I don't talk about a lot, but I think may be interesting here. Which is one two punch. 
Alrighty, I, it's been a little bit, so let me, let me pull this up real uh, quick. When you make an attack and another character, another ally character is within two of the target character, they both spend one, you add two dice to the attack roll. Super yeah. simple. I mean, on an aggressive team where we've already talked about pairings like having Blade and uh, Zemo go up together. Yep. I think that's got that's got play. And it's also like you are getting um, specifically because Blade, when they have Blade, he gets to reroll any number of dice on his spender anyway. Yep. And so, so turning that into nine or eleven dice between him, uh, between one two punch and Baromoto, that is a lot of dice to reroll any. No, for sure. I think 11 dice with full rerolls, plus a Convocation reroll, plus potentially a Zemo. Well, no, if it's probably Zemo, it's a Zemo reroll. Like, and a that Convocation is... reroll. Yeah, you're, you've got two individual rerolls, you've got a full reroll. 11 dice Mystic is going to take down a lot of characters. Yeah. So, no, I'm I'm sold on that. And that's a card that does not get played. <laughs> Yeah, Much. I agree. Um, and I think that's that's an interesting one to, to throw in here. Mm-hmm. Um, also, speaking of a spender, no matter the cost. Uh, yes. I, you know what? I, I'd forgotten about this because this was one that came up when I was, um, I was kind of brainstorming ideas for this. But yes, no matter the cost um, is, is great with Blade because he's going to heal it back or at least some of it back. And it lets him do a spender a little bit earlier, which uh, helps him get into the fight as well. Because oh, it's yeah. range three with a medium move. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think no matter the cost is a great pick. Yep. Uh, are there any unaffiliated cards that jump out to you? Um, I mean, I'm always a fan of, especially if we're going to be playing the odd E-map, um, things like Escort to Safety or Fallback. I don't know which one we necessarily prefer here. I but think Fallback is having... the better card. Yeah, having a, having a safety net is is good to have, and both of those cards provide that. So, yeah, I I think I think one of those two, and if you lean fallback, then then I'm happy to go with fallback. And then, in much the same way as safety cards, uh, mission objective. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's just a good card. Yeah. I always forget that it's not restricted. Uh huh. So. <laughs> like- um. My opinion is, it's honestly good enough that if Disarm is getting restricted, it should be restricted. Yeah, I can agree with that. If Disarm comes off the restricted list, cool. I'm fine with Mission Objective not being restricted. But if Disarm's on the restricted list, Mission Objective probably should be. Disarm is definitely that, that restricted card that nobody plays because it's restricted. But if it was unrestricted, like everyone would play it. So it's it's a really weird one. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the situation that Mission Objective is in. A lot of people play Mission Objective if it got restricted. I don't know if it would still see a lot of play, but I think it's still good enough that it definitely could. Uh, any uh, 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 Legacy Virus team is playing it. That makes sense. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and there's yeah. a lot of cute character interactions that do interesting things with it. Yep, yeah, um, no, for sure are. Because it's a way to get around fucking uh, Dr. Voodoo. Yep. Uh, it also, uh, as I as I had someone pull out on me in a tournament just this last weekend, uh, it stops the throw from This is a Robbery as well. 
Yes. Um, which I, I didn't know. And yeah, it's it's a fantastic little piece of tech against Rhino. Uh, and also, um, when you if you are playing Ant-Man or Wasp and they do their re- reactive transform, if they have an objective, they are dropping it so they can mission objective at that time. Oh, yeah, that's really interesting. Okay, I didn't think about that. Self, self-dropping is another way you can kind of... I mean, at that point, you could probably just pay it to do it anyways, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's that's interesting, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do love the strategy of, of having a uh, an Ant-Man or a Wasp on your team to walk backwards at the start of the game when they get given the dossier and then transform to j- drop it in the middle of goddamn nowhere. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh my god, I love that. Okay, that's great. <laughs> like Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Oh, you're playing Dossier. I'm going to drop it in the very back of deployment so you get it ranged to you from my board edge? Yep. No, that sounds that sounds very rude. I love it. Sure, come get the object especially with Waz where after she transforms she's a long mover. Yeah, and yeah, so, you so then de- you get back, no problem. You deploy her in the back, and then they play Dothia, and you put it on there, and transform, drop it, double move up? Yeah. No, that seems that seems really good, and you're making me want to play Wasp now, just, <laughs> just for that. Just to be rude to Weapon X players. Yeah, and you know what? That's that's okay with me. I, <laughs> Weapon X has done rude things to me plenty of times. Yeah. Mostly, uh, Mr. Logan has done rude things to me many a times. Logan has done so many rude things to me. Mm-hmm. He is he is a very, very capable of doing rude things piece. Yes. So, but that is a full roster. Yeah, we've got we've got ten, ten, and six. Yep. So this seems no, this... like a lot of fun. It does. This this seems like a really, really fun list. Um I'm I'm sad to say I don't own like half the models on this list yet, but like <laughs> I'm gonna start pushing towards building this. And there's this seems always really TTS. Yes. Um but yeah, no, this seems fantastic. I think I think this is going to push me into possibly picking up convo as one of my next factions. Uh-huh. So So I'm guessing you're missing some of the combo pieces. Basically, all of the convo affiliated models in this list I don't own except Wong, and then I haven't picked up Fury Senior or Scourge yet. Yeah, but um, I mean, Scourge has a really interesting tactic card in his box. I've been wanting to get Scourge for a while because I have pretty much everyone else in Asgard. So, uh-huh. oh wait, um, there is a Scourge card. I forgot about it. Oh shoot! Yeah, and it's pretty uh, dang good. Uh, Scuttlebutt yeah. on me, where he gets an extra. Uh, after an allied beta ray bill or scourge makes an attack during the activation, after the attack is resolved, they may pay any amount of power to play this card. Uh, the attacking character immediately performs the listed attack, so he gets a third attack in a turn. Um, you third a- attack with a throw. Yeah. And it's uh, dice equal to power spent plus two and ignores light of sight and cover and it's range five. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's definitely worthy of being considered for a slot here. Like, I don't know what we take out for it, but yeah. it 
it feels like it should have a place in this list. Uh huh. I I forgot about that because that's not in the scourge box. That's in the beta ray bill box. Yeah. No, you're right. Because yeah, I I have that card. I. <laughs> I um, I recently played a uh old uh playing uh, I played Scourge with Hulkbuster. Okay. And so I got double uh double spend power for <laughs> dice attacks. Yep. It was. Well, I mean that's that's immediately what I think of when I see it. Is like ah, this is what if Helios laser, but one character had to spend for it, uh-huh. and you have to make an attack first. But you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely um, that card has a place in this list. What do you think we take out for it, though? As cute, I I think honestly it goes in over one two punch. Sadly, I think you're right. Just looking at the at the two cards, it's it's gonna do it's gonna do enough work in this list that I think it. We don't want to. We don't want to sacrifice the more defensive cards. We don't want to sacrifice the card that's specifically there to help blades. So yep. yeah, I think. I think unfortunately, you're right. Um, but like that card is way better than people than people give oh, credit yeah. for. I mean, it's it's very similar in a lot of ways to cruelty in mm-hmm. um, criminal, criminal syndicate. syndicate. But you can decide how much you want to put into it. So if you really need this character dead, that's twelve dice. Question: Can you play yeah. both Scuttlebutt on me and Cruelty off the same attack? I want to say yes, because it's just two separate after the attack is resolved. For- Technically, you could play one of them off of the other. I think. <laughs> um, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but you could you could Cruelty, and if that doesn't do the trick, Scuttlebutt- actually, you know what? You can't. Because cruelty, I believe, has to be a criminal syndicate no, character. No, it's criminal syndicate affiliate, but it can be any character. Then perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. Then yes, you can have one trigger off the other. Uh huh. Oh, that is hysterical. And now we also have this the promo cruelty that just came out as well with Taskmaster on it. That's very pretty. Oh, nice. I. I got the new set of promo cards, but I haven't went through them all yet, so I, I might have that one if it's part of the new organized play kit. Uh, Yeah, it's set one, because set two also like just came out. Oh, it's probably set two that I have then. Uh, Did you have the X-Men ones or the non-X-Men ones? Uh, I'd have to check what the symbol is on it, because I don't remember. Oh, no. I just know... All the odd on one of them is X-Men related stuff, and that's set two. Oh. And then the... no, not that one. And then all the art on set one, uh, the other one is all set one, and it's uh, like cruelty, heavy firepower, bar with no door. Uh, it's the one with bar with no doors, so it's yep. that one then. Yep. Okay, uh, perfect. So you have the cruelty. I think it also has a, uh, a sinister traps in there that's really neat. So it's like just lots of good stuff in there. Fun. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to go through them at some time and, and switch them out for my, my regular ones because... <laughs> Sadly, yeah, no, there are two cards cool. that have rotated out, one of which got really good art, which I think shows you how delayed this first pack was. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I, I think I heard that as well. There is a very, very pretty acute census. Yes, yes, that's the one that uh, someone was talking about, because they, they handed it at a recent tournament just to everyone who played. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and yeah, someone was talking about it. Nice. So yeah. But yeah. Uh, for everyone at home, uh, the final list is Blade, Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, Magic, Bear Mordo, Ancient One, Hella Queen of Hell, Nick Fury and the Howling Commanders, Baron Zemo, Scourge the Executioner, and Wong. For tactic cards, we have Bar With No Door, Iron Book, Bound Books of Shuma Garath, Planes of Poldark, Journey Through Limbo, Brave for Impact, Patch Up, No Matter the Cost, Fall Back, Mission Objective, and Scuttlebutt on Me. For Secures, we have Deadly, Medi- Deadly Meteors Mutate Civilians, Intrusions Open Across City as Seals Collapse, and Mayor Fisk Vows to Find Missing Witnesses. And for Extracts, we have Struggle for the Cube Continues, Montesi Formula Found, and Alien Ship Crashes in Downtown. Yeah, that seems like a super fun roster. That seems that seems like a great time. I need to start working towards building that list because that seems that seems like a really fun list. I I would I would definitely play this. So, um, if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Uh, well, I'm like I said, I'm in most of the like major discords for for Marvel Crisis. I'm just Ztrox on there. Uh, otherwise, I could be found on YouTube, Ztrox Wargaming. Um, yeah, that's really the the only socials I actually use. So. Fantastic, and you are also now in the Morlocks Discord. Yes, thank you, thank you for the invite. Uh-oh. Um, so if you want to get access to the Morlocks Discord, you can do so by joining the Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/AlexaWhite, where not only do you get to hear, see us talk about the new and shiny stuff, um, you also get to see my custom creations because I'm working on a versus Capcom expansion for Marvel Crisis Protocol because it needs to happen. And they are never going to get that license. No, I would be I would be surprised if they do, but uh, it would be a glorious cool. day. Um and then also uh also if you support us on Patreon, you get uh the Darkhold, my conversation about uh my my twice monthly podcast about what I've been playing at my locals. Um so I'm going to record an episode sometime before this episode comes out talking about uh, my experience with Nudoc and playing just that poker luck because we finally got that going at the store. So that was super nice. Um, and then uh, also you get bonus episodes, which hopefully one should be coming soon. Planning. I have three people who want to do episodes with me and planning has just not worked out at all. Oh my God. Uh, but that should be happening Hopefully by the end of the month. And I already have one pinned down for early June. So that's super, super exciting. Uh, And plenty of other stuff on that Patreon. So do go check out and support the show. It's only $5 a month, which is not that much. And then... Sounds like some really cool stuff. Yep. And then uh, if you want to reach out to the show, you can find me as uh, Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Gjipt on the non-MCP discords. If you want to email the show, it's morlocksmcp at gmail.com. And then if you want to see me play something completely different, uh, uh, every Saturday morning at twitch.tv slash games, we are doing Arkham Horror the Card Game custom design, and we will probably be doing more over the summer as my as the titular Codab is a teacher and suddenly has a lot more free time for us to play other times as well. Um... And also, if you want to come out and play Marvel Crisis Protocol with me, I am running a LVL qualifier on July 22nd. 
Uh, we still have plenty of spots open, so please come and sign up and come to the LVO qualifier. Um, so, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that is what's going on. So, thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was a great time. And keep experimenting, people. <laughs>